everyone. It's Melissa. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Angle Podcast. I'm super glad that you're here. So this week, we're talking about growth marketing strategies. So I wanted to do this episode because I feel like a common dilemma for some marketers is to focus on one channel and to go all in. And I feel like in 2021, we need to refocus and think about how each channel relates to one another so we can maximize um, our content across all our ROI and our performance. So this episode, I sit down with Nadine DeJesus, who is an inbound marketing specialist at Modern Driven Media, which is a growth marketing agency and also a HubSpot partner. So we talk about some of the things to keep in mind when you're trying to maximize your strategy for growth and to scale your business. So let's get into it. Let's get into these questions. But first, how are you doing? How's your day been? I'm doing great. I feel like the sun is out. I feel like it's getting warmer out. I'm like ready for summer to be here because I feel like it was a lot of snow this winter. So I'm I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I'm pumped up. I'm so happy to be here. So thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me. I feel like you are an expert at digital marketing and bring so much to your role. So I'm excited for you to bring that insight to the podcast today for our listeners. So, and I feel you on the summer bit, like I'm ready. Like I'm so ready for it to be like consistently 80. (laughs) Yes. So tell me a little bit more about your role. So I know that you are currently an inbound marketing specialist at Modern Driven Media. So what inspired you to pursue a career in digital marketing? I think that's a great question. And I think I didn't know that I wanted to be in digital marketing. Initially, I thought I was going to be a news broadcaster or like on the late night news, which is so funny to think of now because I could not imagine myself in that role. Um, But when I was in college, I I really liked writing. I really liked being creative. I really liked video work and graphic work. And it was a combination of all those things that led me to really lean into social media because I was able to do all of that and a little bit more. So I started off as a marketing coordinator um, at uh, Duck Donuts in Harrisburg. And that was my first big girl job outside of college. Um, And that was really my introduction to the world of marketing and understanding promotions, understanding brand voice, understanding messaging, graphics, um, design, everything at once. And I was just in love with it. I loved every second of it. I had a great team and it was just a really good experience for me to get into the world of marketing and then take it a step further into digital marketing. So I started as the marketing coordinator and then I soon moved to the social media coordinator where I was really focused on all the social channels. Um, they had multiple stores, it's a franchise. Um, so they had multiple stores that I was helping with the social strategy. I was helping capture photos. I was helping edit photos. I was thinking through what the voice sounded like, how we could get people to engage. Um, and that's where it really blossomed for me. And in that role, I learned that I love the digital side of things, not just the marketing, but specifically the digital side of things and the social side of things. And I really wanted to expand that. I wanted to expand on that. I wanted to learn more about website design, more about paid advertising on digital, more about what there was to SEO. Like what is even SEO? (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, And 
that's how I made the move to then come to Philly and start my role um, with Modern Driven Media as a social media coordinator. And then now get into the inbound content specialist where I really do focus on all elements of content. So that could be email marketing, that could be social media posts, that could be website content, that's SEO strategy. It's really an umbrella that covers anything that's going out from the creative side. And I absolutely love it. I think it is so interesting to see how all the pieces play together and to understand that everything is adding up to one big purpose, whether that's building brand awareness or that's gaining new leads or that's creating an audience that is loyal. There are so many different ways that you can do that on digital, on social and in digital marketing. So it's just been awesome to, to be able to grow in my roles and really understand all the inner workings of digital marketing and get a really good feel for how it all works together. And I think that, you know, I'm really glad that you mentioned that, like how the different parts of marketing work together, because I think your agency is really unique and something that kind of sets them apart as they're thinking about growth strategies, right? Like it's a growth marketing company. So can you tell me a little bit more about your company, the types of services that you offer, and also what like being a HubSpot partner means for your customers if they want to work with you? Absolutely. Um, so first of all, I love Modern Driven Media. It's currently where I <laughs> And Modern Driven Media is a growth agency that helps our clients execute digital strategies at the intersection of data and creativity. So we're not just thinking about what results are we getting. We're thinking through how we're getting those results and how we can get better results. We're thinking through, okay, if we have this strategy, we're seeing it work, but maybe we could tweak it a little bit to get better leads, or maybe we could change our wording a little bit to get more engagement. We're constantly wondering, we're constantly thinking about what's the next move that's going to take us to the next level and help our clients get to the next level. I think one of the most important things that we always keep in the back of our mind is that sense of wonder. It's one of our company goals and one of our company um, overview and one of our company, one of the ways that our company really thinks through the work that we're putting out. Are we thinking through what we could do better? Are we thinking through what's really working? Are we engaging in all the new things that are happening in digital marketing? Because it's changing every day and we can't stay stagnant. So we are, we always say that we are steered by curiosity, but fueled by results. We're thinking through all those different questions, but we're really the gas, we're hitting the gas for no pun intended, but hitting the gas on getting those results and thinking through what our clients need to grow, what they want to grow, and how we can get there. And a big proponent of that is HubSpot. So Modern Driven Media is a platinum HubSpot partner. And what that means is that we're able to help clients who are coming into the HubSpot platform with no experience, coming into the HubSpot platform with a lot of experience, but not really sure how to, how to tailor it, or just interested in HubSpot in general and, and not sure if that's the route for them to go. So being a HubSpot partner is incredible because we have so much opportunity to learn and grow on the platform and do the same with our clients. Um, it is an all-in-one uh, platform that clients can use for sales, service, um, marketing, and now there's actually a new hub that they just introduced, which is Operations Hub. So brand new, it's very exciting. We're, we're doing a lot of training on it currently because it's, it's new to us as it is new to them as well. But being a HubSpot partner and having that access to so many good resources and so much additional knowledge on how to optimize a platform is so key to our growth and our clients' growth because if they're new to the platform or if they're unsure if 
the tactics that they're using are really making a difference, we can go in and help them make sure that they're really doing the right thing, that they're utilizing the platform to its best ability, that they're using the right tactics, right? Not just on there and sending out emails, but are you reviewing your reports? Are you looking at who's clicking where? Are you reviewing your SEO for your blogs? There's just so many different components of it, but it's been a huge proponent in our company's growth and really just helping us get where we want to go. Yeah. And I think that honestly, like that being said, you probably oversee so many different facets of marketing at your company. So I'm sure the needs uh, will change based on the client or the day or, you know, what's the priority for this client, but what are maybe some of your key responsibilities? Sure. So you are correct. Um, I do have a bunch of responsibilities, but for me personally, in my role, one of my key responsibilities is SEO strategy and SEO implementation. So helping clients understand what direction we're going with their blogs, with their website content, what keywords are most important, and then executing on adding in new content, optimizing old content so we are getting those views um, and making sure that everything is a part of the strategy and we're thinking through, okay, which pages are driving the most results? How is our organic search? How's our page search as well? Um, I also think through a lot of social strategies. So um, we do have a social media coordinator on our team and she works on really creating those different strategies. And we work hand in hand, making sure that their social posts are on brand, that they have a purpose, that they are consistent and that they are relevant to the audiences that we are sharing them with. Another portion of my job is looking at video and helping our um, videographer understand what is going to help people click on a video or watch a video or visually what makes the video look the best. Um, also just touching base with my team on what direction we're going with our strategies. So I'm having a top-down view of pretty much everything that's going on content-wise and being able to touch base with our videographer, our social media coordinator, our content writer, um, our client director and understand what the clients want and then make sure that we're employing those strategies that are getting to those results that they're looking for and making sure that we're thinking through all elements of that. It's not just the social, it's not just the email, it's the social and the email and the landing pages and the website and the SEO all working together towards one common goal. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I feel like that is the newer, smarter way to approach marketing is I think in previous years, people thought very channel specific, but now with the advent of like technology and digital marketing services, people are trying to take a, a holistic approach, but for people who may still have a more disjointed marketing plan or maybe may not, um, what's the word that I want to use, be invested in digital marketing or see its value? Why do you think it's more important to take a flywheel approach that incorporates all channels versus just specifically focusing on one when it comes to growth and scaling your business? I think that's a great question. And I agree. I think mm. originally a lot of companies focus on one element versus the other. A lot of companies are focused just on their website. They want their website to be the best. They want it to be fast. They want it to perform well. Um, but they're not thinking through what about our emails? Are we getting people on the website? Are we including links to the website in the email? So how can you optimize something when you have one thing working in one universe and you have something else working in another universe? And I think what's important to consider is that when you think of a flywheel, it's consistently turning. It's always 
moving, it's, it's never stagnant. And I think originally we thought of that marketing funnel that you go from all the way up here, all the way down and it's done, they're a customer, cool, we're moving on. But in this day and age, you can really continue to work with your customers to make them brand advocates, to make them get that surprise and delight and say, you know what, I really love this brand. I love that they're keeping me up to date on their Mother's Day promotion or that their website just updated and they, they sent me an email about it. Every proponent of digital marketing should work together to get to that end goal because we're not in silos anymore. Everything is connected. You know, we're all on our phones. We're on Facebook and Instagram and on the computer and all of that. And I think, you know, we didn't grow up that way. But at this point, digital is so intertwined and it all really works together. And some of your clients are going to love emails and they're only going to look at your emails and they don't care about anything else. They just love seeing your emails. Some of your clients are going to be on Facebook all the time and they want to see what you're posting. They want to engage with you. Some of your clients might just be on your website and that's how they get in touch with you. That's how they see the new promotions. That's how they get engaged with you as well. So you have to think a little bit more broadly because odds are you're going to have both prospects and current customers that are looking at all different aspects in different ways and nothing is happening in a vacuum. It's all working together to get you the results that you need. And that I'm actually really glad that you mentioned that because I feel like that is something that's a struggle in our industry is the ability to scale and do it in a way that integrates every piece, you know, to make sure that your marketing is working well together. So if you had any advice or strategies for people who are looking to add growth marketing strategies to their marketing mix, what would you tell them? I think there are a couple key considerations um, that you need to think about as you're building your marketing strategy, as you're thinking holistically about your marketing and thinking through social specifically. One thing that I see um, happen a lot across the board is forgetting the social of social media. <laughs> social media is a tool for you to engage with your customers, to promote your product, to teach them something new but it's social media. Um, don't forget to include a link, um, you know, when you're promoting your products, but also don't forget that you're engaging with people, people who have feelings and have emotions and are looking for entertainment. So there's always a social element to social that should not be forgotten. And as businesses, I think we get caught up in, we need to make sales. We need to drive website visits. We need to get email signups. And all of those things are important. I'm not saying to forget those things, but specifically when you're on social media, remember that you're talking to an audience that has decided to look at your content for some reason, that has decided to be your customer or might be thinking of being your, your customer. So don't think too hard about the promotional part of it. Think about your audience and understand their wants, their needs, what really makes them stay awake at night and how you can help them solve that problem because they're coming to you as a thought leader. They're coming to you as someone who has an answer to their question. So be that resource for them. Show them your brand personality. Show them that you know what you're talking about. Show them that you can help them. So I think it really does start with understanding your audience, understanding what they need, what they want, what they're looking for and providing that to them. No. Oh, continue. <laughs> um, also, you have to think again that it doesn't all happen in a vacuum because if you're focusing only on one element, 
you might be missing a big opportunity that could potentially move the needle for you in a way you hadn't before thought of. I think what we like to do as digital marketers is think about solutions. So do you want to drive brand awareness? Do you want to drive website traffic? Do you want to gain new leads? For each of those goals, there are a multitude of tactics that can go behind them. And I think those will funnel into the unique qualities of your business. So if you want to build brand awareness and you have a really good audience on Facebook, let's try Facebook. Let's try really optimizing that platform with content that's relevant, with content that makes sense for your audience and see how it goes. If you want to drive brand awareness, but none of your clients are on Facebook, don't use Facebook, right? You could right. use email, you can use your website, you can use SEO. So I think it's important to think that it's not just one thing, it's all of the things working together. And you have to understand your audience, where they're at, what they're looking for, and how you can best support them in order to get those results. And in order to think through what tactics you're using, because again, if you know your audience, and you know, they love email, make sure you optimize that email campaign. But also you can't have a great email campaign if you don't have links that work on your website. If you're linking people to a website that's broken, you're not going to move that needle. So you have to think about how all these elements work together because if you forget or you, you, know, you falter on one, um, you could potentially miss out on opportunities. And I just wanna make this clear that not everything is for every business, not social media is not for every business, although you should have a digital presence. Um, but you don't need to be on every social channel either. You don't need to be on Facebook and TikTok and LinkedIn and Snapchat and everything to be successful. You just need to know what works for you and where your audience is at and then put that into the strategy and start testing things, start trying out new things, um, look at your analytics, see where people are coming from, see where they're going, where they're spending their time and build upon that. I love that. And I know that you also have some case studies for us. So I'm excited to get into those so you can kind of give some examples to our audience for people who want to know more about growth marketing strategies, how it benefits their companies and some of the real world results that modern driven media has been able to cultivate for their clients. So what do you want to kick us off with first? That's a good question. Um, there's so many <laughs> to start with, but I think, I think this is close to what I was just mentioning about knowing your audience. Um, so we do have a client that we've had for a, a while now that is in the automotive industry and they're in a very, very specific niche. They are one of few in their market. And one of the big wins for our company was growing that audience on Facebook to a really healthy amount. And thinking through why this is successful was again, understanding the audience, what they responded to, what their needs were, and how we could show up for them. So we're doing ads that speak to their pain points, that talk to them about, hey, we hear you, we see this issue, and we're here to help this, help make this easier for you. Having a tone that really resonates with them, that thinking through, okay, our audience isn't isn't going to be Gen Z, they're probably going to be maybe millennials or baby boomers. And thinking through what that sounds like for them is so, so key because they can see themselves in the content. They can see themselves in the ads that we're posting. They can say, you know what, that actually, that might be a solution that we could use at our shop. 
So I think that goes back to really understanding the audience and the niche of the audience and being able to reach them through both organic and paid means. Now, it wasn't without, it wasn't a straight line to success, right? It wasn't like we just started putting out ads and, you know, making social posts and we're great. We have 40,000 followers. We're good to go. It took time to understand how to target correctly with our ads. It took time to understand what content they were responding to, what industry topics they really resonated with. And they, they wanted to learn more about that. We put on our blog that we created content offers for, but it, again, it wasn't a straight line. So it's important to think through having these different strategies and looking at your results and understanding what that means for you. Not every campaign is going to be successful. And that's great because every campaign will tell you something that you need to know. Whether it fails, whether it works, whether it's somewhere in between, there's always valuable information that you can take away from a campaign, from a social post, from a strategy, and you don't want to miss that. So make sure you're taking the time not only to build a strategy, but to reflect on the strategy, whether it's a monthly basis, a quarterly basis, a year basis. Think about year over year. There's so many different ways to measure your success, but you don't want to set and forget. You never want to set and forget. You don't just want to let something run. You want to take a look at it. Really, really look at it. Don't just say, oh, looks like we're doing okay. Take a look and see specifically which ads are working the best, specifically which social posts are garnering the most attention, specifically what website pages people are spending their time on. And from that, continue to grow and tweak your strategy so then you are really moving forward and again, getting those results that you're looking to drive. And I think that that's really important. What you said is like the timeline, you know, people want a result and sometimes they don't always anticipate the timeline to get that result. So I think it's cool for this client is that you guys were able to achieve what they wanted, but there was also some trial and error and some refinement. And I think that that is just as important a part of your marketing process as it is for like defining your goals, your audience is like really looking through the insights and the data that you have from a recent campaign and just being um, objective, you know, not trashing anything, not thinking things are perfect, but just really saying like, what did we do well? What were the results that we got? What are some things that we can improve upon for next time and continually getting better? And I think that's such a, a smart and I feel like less stressful way to approach marketing than just immediately thinking, hey, we're going to set up this Facebook page and immediately have like 50,000 followers. It's, it's being realistic about the goals that you set. So I really like that. Is there, is there maybe another case study that you'd like to share? Sure, yeah. And, and before I get into the other case study, I think it's important as a digital market, marketer to make this clear that not every campaign is going to drive the results that you're looking for, and it might take more time than you think it will. True. And that's okay, because I think a lot of the time we get caught up in spend, and we're spending money on these ads. They need to, they need to generate something. And that's why I say that even if a campaign doesn't perform how you expect it to, that doesn't mean that it's a failure. That doesn't mean that it's wasted time and wasted money and wasted resources. That's giving you an answer to a question you maybe didn't ask before. So think through that and, and give yourself and your team. And if you're working with an agency, the agency, the time to tweak and optimize because we're learning as we go and 
we all know that viral videos happen on social and there's so much content on social and there's no formula to making a viral video, right? There's no easy, just do one, two, three, and you're viral. It, there's no formula for it. <laughs> millionaires, right? Like each right. social media manager would be a millionaire and, and we're not, um, <laughs> at least I'm not, I can't speak for the world of social media managers, but it's not, there's no repeatable formula. Yes, you can get a strategy and you can really tweak it and make sure it works for you, but it's going to take some time to get there. So keep that in the back of your mind. I know sometimes it's it's difficult to see numbers and not see it translate directly to return on ad spend or ROI, but it'll be worth it. I promise you it's worth the wait. So just wanted to make that clarification before I moved on to the next case study. Yeah. Perfect. Um, awesome. So I think another thing to look at, especially in this holistic view of digital marketing is all things work together. And I, I've said this multiple times, but it's such a big concept for me, especially moving from a social media role into a content role and really understanding the inner workings of how everything makes a difference. So we had a client who was really focused on social media because that's where their audience was. So kudos to them to knowing where their audience was really creating a lot of content for them to engage with, really making that content be a focus because they knew their audience was younger, they knew their audience was on social media sites, and they knew that they wanted to see videos and they wanted to see imagery and they wanted to see really nice streamlined graphics. Now, one thing that we learned in this partnership was that although their social media was excellent, they had great videos, they had actually astronomical numbers for view time and watch time on their videos. And it was awesome. Their YouTube, their YouTube was incredible. Numbers that we had never seen before. We realized that their website had thousands of issues. And that was a big, big learning curve for us because we were thinking we're sending people to the website, you know, in this YouTube video, in this Facebook video we're sharing. If we're sending people to the website, but the website isn't optimized, we're having a higher bounce rate. We're not getting people to sign up for a newsletter. We're not getting people to become a lifetime customer because they're coming onto the website, they're seeing a 404 error, or they're seeing a redirect chain, or they're seeing content that's not linked correctly. It's a different link. It, it doesn't make any sense. So they're going to get frustrated and they're not going to learn more. And this is one of those major moments where you have to think about how everything plays together. They had excellent analytics. like. I, I can't I can't stress enough how great their analytics were for their video content. They did an excellent job with it. However, their website was not great. So if someone was coming onto their website and they had never seen their videos, they had never been on their Instagram, they had never engaged with their content, they might just be frustrated and be like, I, I don't want to learn more about this brand. This is taking too long to load. This isn't even what I was looking for. It doesn't look like this button's working you have all these issues. And then that's how people get turned off. And we have such a short attention span. We have such a short window of time where we capture someone's attention. And we want to make sure that whether they're on Instagram, whether they're on the website, whether they open up an email, that that short second of their attention is elongated by whatever we provide them, whether that be a video, whether that be an Instagram post, whether that be a website page, we want to keep them on our pages. We want to keep them learning more about our brand. And again, if not all elements are optimized, 
you're missing out on a huge chunk of people. So even something as small as having your website mobile optimized can make a huge difference in how many people respond and engage with your content. So many people are on their phones. They're going to look your business up. Maybe it'll be on your Instagram. And they're like, oh yeah, let me check out their website just on my phone. Website's not mobile optimized. Why am I going to stay on the website if I can't see the picture or the picture is too big? I, I can't see any of the words. I have no idea what I'm looking at. So that's one of those big learning lessons where we did a lot of work on the back end to correct those redirects, to get rid of those 404 errors, to make sure that everything was streamlined. So if someone was really engaging with those photos and those videos that were performing so, so well, that when they went to the website, they were met with the content that they liked. They were met with the content that was streamlined. They were met with a website that was really optimized for the user experience. So I think that that is just a testimony to how important it is to make sure you're firing on all cylinders because you could have really, really great results in one area and then completely tank your results in another area because you're so focused on this one element instead of looking at it holistically. Okay. So like from the first case study to this, like to kind of summarize it for our audience, you know, time, you know, like making sure that you're measuring your results, you're giving yourself the proper amount of time to refine your process, you know, and don't set expectations to have it maybe perfect out of the gate. And then for the second case study is again, going back to what marketing really very much is right now, which is it's integrated, you know, email affects social, social affects email, your website affects social, like, if one thing, you know, is busted and maybe not performing to the level that you want, or like, you know, I can totally um, imagine that experience for when I've worked with smaller businesses is they want a robust social media marketing campaign. And we talk about like, well, what am I driving you back to? And then you go to the website and it's like, well, there's nothing about like what you do as a business, who you are, your services or offerings. It's not like optimized to convert anybody or grab any information. So it's like you said, it's like you're putting all this effort into one thing. You need to make sure that you're giving the same amount of love to every channel that you choose to adopt and, and how that plays together. So is there a final case study you'd like to show or? Sure, absolutely. So I think, a, and I think this kind of wraps it up from what I've discussed earlier, but I think thinking outside of the box and having a sense of wonder is super important, whether you're a business or you're working with an agency. If you're working with an agency and an agency gives you an idea and you're like, oh, I'm not too sure about this, hear them out. And, and, and this is why it's important because we have a client that we work with that is in the cannabis industry. Mm. And if you know anything about cannabis, it is a little bit of a controversial business because we have some states where, yeah, we're like, um, some states we have fully recreational, fully legalized, totally fine. Other states completely still illegal at every level. At the federal level, it's also illegal. So that gives us some challenges as digital marketers because we can't just create a Google search ad because it's illegal at the federal level. So even if we're promoting in Denver or California or these states that do have it legalized, there are so many gray areas and, and, and complications to making sure that that messaging is getting out to the right people. Now, thinking through that, we're trying to provide results for our clients. So we're thinking, how do we, how do we make this happen when we have all of these bars up all of these 
navigations to go through to get to a result. So we tested out some Facebook ads, we tested out some LinkedIn ads, and they actually did generate lots of leads. However, the leads weren't qualified. Unfortunately, the leads were not as qualified as we were looking for them to be. They, they didn't translate into customers. They didn't take the next step to really help this business get to the numbers they were looking for. So we had to rethink. We had to take a step back and think, okay, so we can't do, we can't do ads on Facebook or LinkedIn. We can, but they're not really driving the leads that we want. We can't really do ads on Google and we have all of these restrictions. So let's think through what our next step is. And we, we got online, we started looking at different options. We started doing our research and we, and we found an ad platform, a DSP called Mantis um, that we now use. And they specifically help businesses that are in these non-conventional industries target to their target audience. Nice. So we're thinking through, okay, specifically they had a sector for the cannabis industry and, and we're thinking, well, we've never used this platform before. Let's try it out. What can we lose? We're, we're, we're already trying Facebook. We're already trying LinkedIn. Google's not even letting us do anything. So what have we got to lose? And we started an ad campaign, started a couple different um, types of ads. And now we're driving these results and creating these audiences that are specifically people in the cannabis industry that are looking to open up a business, that are looking to create their startup. There have been multiple legalizations in new states. So it's becoming a really big opportunity for people who are looking to start their dispensary, to start um, a cannabis, you know, a cannabis dispensary, I guess I should say, but um, to start a cannabis business in those new states that are just now opening up this opportunity. And now we have this ad running on this platform that, you know, we didn't even hear of until we started working with this client. But now we have these ads that are generating the type of leads that are qualified, the type of leads that are going to maybe move down in the, in the sales process, and that we can now remarket to on Facebook or on LinkedIn to then hone in that, those results. So it's about having that sense of wonder at the end of the day. It's about thinking through, we all have challenges. And maybe it's not as black and white as having a product that is illegal at the federal level, right? <laughs> it, it could be anything. Every, every business has its own challenges. And sometimes the traditional methods don't always work. And that's when you have to put your thinking cap on and, and, and try these new methods because, again, you never know what you're going to find. And a failed campaign doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means you learned more about what you're looking for. We had these Facebook ads, we had these LinkedIn ads, they were driving leads, but they weren't the leads that our client wanted. So let's regroup, let's take a step back. What do these people need to have? What do these leads need to be interested in? Where are they spending their time? And then we found this ad platform, we're using it to target them on those sites that make the most sense on cannabis sites for the different states, on you know any sort of news sites for this industry. And then we can also see how they're performing on these different sites. And we're seeing, okay, we're getting a lot of clicks on, on this site. Maybe that's a good, a good topic to use in our next blog, or maybe that's a good uh, landing page to add to our website because we see there's a lot of interest in equipment financing. 
let's make that landing page a little bit more robust and add some more information because it seems like a lot of people are garnering interest from this specific area. Mm-hmm. So again, you have to step out and, and have that sense of wonder, but then when you get those results, incorporate it back into all the elements that you're thinking through. Again, these were ad campaigns, but now we're thinking about how do we, how do we take this information and make it into something that helps our blogs and our SEO strategy? How do we change our website? If we know that we have so many people on X page that are looking at our content and clicking and and learning more, how do we then think through how our social changes and how we're, we're discussing these topics that maybe we didn't think about before, but now we're thinking a little bit more internally about because we can see through these results that yes, people are raising their hands and saying, Hey, this is something that I want to learn more about. So it's having that sense of wonder, it's taking those analytics, looking them through, and then also incorporating them into all elements of what you're doing for your digital marketing strategy. And I feel like that's kind of the best case scenario to to land on, because I think it kind of brings together all the points that we've talked about on this podcast, but I think they're all so important and you can see it all work together when you think through case studies like this and you think through different things that are happening in real time with our agency and clients and businesses that we work with, and then thinking through how that could work for your business if you're listening to this podcast or if you're an agency that's working with multiple clients. I love that. No, that's perfectly said. So I always like to end the pod with like a fun question. So I know that you're excited about this one too. So what's what's the last great book that you read? So the last great book. <laughs> And she's laughing because I've talked to her about this multiple times. I've been pushing her to read this book also. So if you need a new book to read, um, the current series that I'm reading is titled A Court of Thorns and Roses. And it is a fantasy action combination book that I like can't even explain to you because it's so crazy. It's just one of these books that at first you're like, I don't really understand what's going on. And then you like get pulled in so deep. Um, some of these, I, I'm on the fifth book now and that's the latest book that's out. But these books are, are hefty. They're hefty books. They're like 600 pages. And I, the one book I read in probably like two days because I was just like, oh, I need to know what's happening. <laughs> um, I'm not a big fantasy girl. I've never like, I, I don't really like, like fantasy movies. I don't really like like not a big, I'm sorry to anyone who's a fan, but I'm not a big like Lord of the Rings fan. I've never seen like Game of Thrones, which is on my list. It's on my list, everyone. So don't, don't come for me. Um, All the nerds were like, what? I know, I know. <laughs> I hear everyone's heartbreaking. Um, but I've never seen Game of Thrones. I, I, I'm not like a big fantasy type of girl, but the way this book is read is just twists and turns and it's so interesting and, and it's, it's romance, it's action, it's, you know, it's a lot of different themes that are just awesome and great. And I've been really, really into it. So that's, that's the last best book that I've read. And I am so excited to start the fifth book probably this weekend. So that's awesome. So what do you think though? Like you mentioned some parts of the story, but like as somebody who I didn't know that you didn't like fantasy, or I guess like didn't really jive with it. What do you think it is about like this story? Or is it like the way she writes? Is it the characters like that just draws you in? I think it's very well written and very descriptive. Okay. Um, and I think that that initially drew me in because the first book wasn't my favorite and isn't my favorite. But 
the way that it's written is beautiful. It's very descriptive. It makes you feel like you're in whatever environment they're talking about. And it also is such a good plot and storyline that I, every single book, I'm completely confused because it goes a totally different direction than you think it will. And it makes sense when you read it in order, it makes sense. But at the time that you're reading it, you're like, there's no way, like this does, this makes no sense. And then as the pieces come together, you're like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> you don't think about it until you're literally reading it happen. And I have had, I've cried reading it. I've gasped reading it. I've been like, so emotionally connected to this book so if you read it and you hate it I'm so sorry for <laughs> like don't talk to me about it then you're like <laughs> nor my LinkedIn don't LinkedIn about it um but yeah it's just I think it's just well written I think it's just really interesting and it's a lot of plot twists and turns so buckle in if you're going to if you're going to get on that journey that's awesome. Okay, so if people need a good book recommendation, you definitely got it. And definitely reach out to Nadine and her team if you're interested in working with an awesome agency that is a HubSpot partner that provides growth marketing strategies. So thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thanks. This was so fun. I'm so glad that we got to talk and totally happy to connect with anyone on LinkedIn. Make sure to visit um, Modern German Media socials. We'd love to engage with you. We'd love to chat with you. Um, and thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Of course. Anytime, girl. Take care. Thanks.